Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. This is the podcast about the radio show. It is heard on its own podcast feed, so just search Permission Granted or the normal DA Show podcast feed. The DA Show podcast feed has this. The show, obviously, and Sunday morning football. And they're all available inside the free Odyssey app. As you listen to the show as well live, you can listen to podcasts of the show in the same app. Today's a Tuesday, Tuesday, right after the show. And today just happened to have one of those wacky vibes. I said this to you after the show. Sometimes a show goes a little haywire, and then you turn around and say, how did that all happen? And it began today with Schwartz being in for Bogish. And number one... Schwartz took so many unsolicited runs at Shep that clearly there's still something that exists between him and Shep dating back to the Bob's Bar argument. Yeah, I I don't get the vibe that Schwartz stepped into the old DA octagon and said, oh, they like when I take down Shep. I got the feeling that he finds our show, for whatever reason, to be his therapist couch for how much he still can't stand Shep. Yeah. That's the way it comes across to me. Yeah. It's, I mean, jeez, let bygones be bygones here, Schwartz. Well, also, we played a Shep and JR clip on Soundcheck, and, you know, Shep goes into a bit of a dialogue about how the the Packers only have two Super Bowls between Favre and Rodgers, two Vince Lombardi trophies between those two quarterbacks, and the Colts only have one between Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning and how much of a disappointment that is, and then says the Colts hired a Bozo and Dennis Allen and Allen is the head coach with the Saints and not the Colts. And Jr. just pauses and goes, man, you got you got me confused as hell. <laughs> Something like that. It's a great clip. And, like, it's easy to badger Shep about that. But, I mean, honestly, like, I've made tons of slip-ups before as well. So I can't kill him too much on something like that. Yeah. Well, again, it's not about killing him. It's just funny yeah. audio to listen right, to. Right, right, right. So, yeah, my point is that. We used it as just laughing about how JR responded, and but Pete used it as a crushing Shep. And then every time the door was open the rest of the show, he got a Shep dig in there. He definitely did. And also he made a point of saying, I feel like every time you're in, you want to play the Shep stuff for me just to get me going, which I can assure you, I did not step foot in the building today saying, Schwartz is in, let me get Shep clips to get Schwartz going. No, I woke up to my Instagram being flooded with DMs of listeners saying, you got to listen to this clip. It was a funny clip. And oh, by the way, we've only played like two Shep clips in the last five months. One happened to be like two, three weeks ago. So it's not like we're purposely bringing them up when Schwartz is in. No, definitely. Now I'm trying to think, Schwartz was the aggressor at Bob's Bar because Shep went on the long thank you and why it was so special and then you know Schwartz kind of undermined it by saying like are you for real or are you serious or whatever and then Shep got back at Schwartz what did he say about Schwartz that Schwartz uh went behind people's backs or something or no Schwartz brought up that Shep went back behind people's backs Schwartz said that Shep would ask hosts 
who the best host was, trying to use that ammunition <laughs> against the hosts, like, you know, yeah. being subversive. But I forget what Shep's attack on I, I Pete remember, was. DM, I'm glad you mentioned it. Shep's attack on Schwartz to bring peak ridiculousness was that Schwartz was booing Connor Green during Connor Green's right. Canadian Bacon right. when the bit was to boo <laughs> Connor Green and Shep wasn't aware of the bit. So, this man's going to be our boss one day. So I wonder why Pete still has a hair for Shep. I mean, Shep didn't berate him too badly. Well, I don't think it actually has to do with Bob's bar. I think it has to do with why Schwartz exploded Bob's bar to yeah, begin true, with. True, true. He's just tired true, of him. True. And that whatever happened back in the day of maybe going behind people's back and what he thought was... Schwartz doesn't trust him. Right. And oh, by the and way... still holds a grudge since then. One of the 47 candidates for potentially the 12 DAs of Christmas. Is the Bob's Bar fight. Yeah, that is the moment that we have chosen from the Bob's Bar show to represent the Bob's Bar show. And so that's whew, that's a whole different ball of wax here, those 47 12 DAs. But so that's the first part on today's really interesting Tuesday show. Then Pete trashes delis, bagel places, that give too much cream cheese on the bagel so that it gets all sloppy for Timmy Bellotti, his two-year-old son. And wants to watch his kid's cholesterol, only needs a little cream cheese, and he walks and eats instead of just sitting down. That's why he can't take it off. Right. So Schwartz's point was, well, why don't you just ask him for it on the side, and then you can put your own amount of cream cheese on Timmy Bellotti's bagel. And Pete's like, "That's if I want to do that, I'd stay home. I'm going there to get it done, and I've got to walk. There's nowhere to do that. Right. Which seemed like a little bit of a weird excuse because, I mean, I've been to plenty of crowded bagel counters, and, like, it's pretty easy to do that while standing up. I, I kind of got to defend Pete the Body Bellotti really? here because I actually – I felt better. I've done a lot of what he's talking about. You get bagels to go, and a lot of times some of these bagel stores are located in towns, and you want to walk around a little bit. And I've done the walk and eat too. And you don't want to stop once I ordered a bagel. Come put it on. I'm paying you. I'm ordering a you know a cream cheese or butter on it. And I will say, Pete didn't bring this up, but I know this would have been Schwartz's next fight back. It seems like every time you ask these places, hey, a little bit, you still get a ton on there. And sometimes a ton is fine if you really want to be fat, but. I, I got to be honest, it was the first Bilotti trash I was on board with, and I don't think there's a right answer that Schwartz was throwing at him. Either way, Schwartz then fires back, well, that must mean you're lazy. Oh, that hurt me. And so this happens, Bilotti's on your side of the glass, Schwartz is on my side of the glass. That happens, and I lock eyes with you like, whoa. And I look at Pete. Bilotti and Bilotti's like, okay, okay. One of those Pete's so mad he's not saying anything. Yes. There are, there's Pete, the Pete mad meter. One to four, he kind of like grumbles. Oh. Four to eight, he attacks and he oh. yells. Eight to ten, he doesn't say anything. He's so pissed he doesn't say anything. And that's scary because you never know when the fight back is coming. <laughs> yeah. And I take you back to a couple weeks ago when Zach Gelb had the rant of calling Pete that bored off yes. in the morning. And it's just Pete. The triggers are the sudden words. The sudden words that sit in the back of his brain and then they're ready to burst out. That bored up in the morning was, you know, that was one of those that really sat with him. And the I think angry bored up in the morning. The angry bored up in the morning. And then here, well, that must mean you're lazy. As soon as the word, the ZY came out of Schwartz's mouth, my heart sunk. That's when I looked at you and I knew. And now for anybody listening, I might be saying, well, Mirage, you like to poke Pete all the time and get him going. I like ground controlled fire. <laughs> when I stoke the flames and poke Pete, I feel like I have some control over the situation. I know how far I want to poke that and when I want to pull back and what I can say. And I can have fun kind of with a yo-yo back and forth. I don't like fires that I can't put out that I didn't start myself. That was a that was a bomb that went off. I didn't set that one. We walk around when we have bagels sometimes. We walk around the town. We'll, we'll go to a couple stores, and my son has the bagel in his hand. So I, I really don't There's nothing there to uh, to really I think you're just on. being lazy. Oh, I'm just being lazy. Okay, that's coming from you. <laughs> that goes, we both go silent. And you look at me, and you grab your head and back away from the microphone. Like, 
oh, he didn't go there. Yeah, that was that was the feeling because at that point I can't say anything, nor can you. You just have to see where the next thirty seconds unfolds, <laughs> and you have. And at that point, now it all turned out okay, but at that point, you have literally no idea what's about to happen. And in that spot, Schwartz is so a doof a doof a doof. You know, and I love Pete like that. That bad Pete Schwartz. I don't think he understood what he had just. Set. No, because that's one of those buttons that you press. Yeah, and you you if you press it, you know it's nuclear. And Pete didn't. Schwartz didn't know it was a nuclear button. Right, he was the one who you know don't touch all the buttons on the elevator. Oh, he touched the bad one. <laughs> so, what happens between that moment and like the next fifteen minutes behind the scenes? Well, I we're going all around with our trashes, and I'm waiting because now Schwartz trashes whatever dopey trash he's got, and I see Pete following every single word that comes out of Schwartz's mouth. And he's got the pen clicking again. That's his go-to <laughs> click, 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 click. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay, oh, is Pete going to use that? Is Pete going to use that? And I was almost disappointed slash I'm waiting still. I thought there were a couple things Schwartz said where Pete was going to use that one. And I even at one point say to, to Bilotti, as we're both off air, I go, geez, the lazy thing, huh, Pete? You know, I'm trying to, you know, Try to bring up something where Schwartz could have been lazy, and it I might as well have been talking to a wall. Pete, click, 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 click. Studying film. Studying film. Waiting for Pete to say something that he could jump in on and ha- hammer him on. And I don't know if the end result... Now, he did a little bit. He, he pushed a little bit of an argument back, and I forget what it was, on something Schwartz had said. And I bring up the points like two old men arguing at Starbucks. But he didn't go as hard as I thought. So I don't know whether Pete... Bilotti missed his jump over the boards opportunity or if it's still sitting there simmering and we're going to hear about it another day. And by the way, if that's the last you see of Schwartz filling in for Bogus for a while, you probably know why. <laughs> True, because Bilotti controls that. Yes, yes. Although, again, that's been a whole other thing behind the scenes where maybe he doesn't control as much as he thought and it's been a whole thing the last two days. That was fiery. What gets Schwartz off the hook is you lying. Because you get <laughs> you get called out by Moose, not Mark Malusa's Moose in Wisconsin, about <laughs> not saying you need to also grill the bratwurst on one of the football foods of the week a couple weeks ago. I read the email, and now now Bilotti has his chance to hammer you, and he's so frustrated by you not admitting that you're lying that he finally just like turns all of his attention towards you. That ends up saving Schwartz. <laughs> of course, it does. So that's a huge, a huge swing. Yeah, I mean, again, in that spot, I, I can't even get go round and round. I should have mentioned the grilling on the air. Sorry, Moose, it was mentioned in the link that you read, and I'm glad you did. And I appreciate you reading up the gut. We'll leave it at there. But Pete, you know, Bilotti's another guy. Doesn't want to read, doesn't want to read, and then gets all bent out of shape. But you're right. I took the brunt of the Schwartz stuff. But fine, I'll take it. I'll eat it, and that's the end of it. So that's a whole other chapter of the show, Grillgate, whether you said it, whether Oof. you didn't. And listeners you, turned. Whether you were lying, whether you weren't. You know when, like, somebody says something, a real, you know, this is way less serious than anything serious in life, but Moose saying that and you reading it, it might as well have been a political rally. <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> you had listeners who maybe wouldn't have voted getting off the couch going, you know what, Mraz is a D-bag. And it he was is like, a liar. It was like a whole fight. You know, Twitch was coming at me. Twitter was coming at me. It got ugly there for a little <laughs> bit. No, you need to be more clear. Glory Splat again can't stand me. It was rough. It was a rough sled. I didn't see it coming either. Because I walked into the show, and DA had sent the rundown, and I saw 7.40 a.m. Are the listeners turning on Mraz? And I'm I, at that point, I checked Twitter. I checked Instagram. I don't see nothing. What is he talking about? I didn't know what I was going to get hit with. So I purposefully put it in because I wanted to make sure we did a segment on it because it was a long email to read and I didn't want to just like maybe squeeze it in. So I wanted to make sure we established where it was, but I didn't want to give away what the segment was because then you would have too much time to build a defense. So I put in there, have the listeners revolted on Mraz, knowing that it was about the Moose email, but I was also going to get to all of this negative feedback you've gotten about kissing Eli on the tongue. You have gotten killed over the last 24 hours. I think I saw like four people didn't like People you. tweeted at me all day long. This is gross. This is disgusting. Are you kidding me? Steven Saverna Park, Maryland, had a really good point. He's like, Mraz said that he's family. 
you know, rationalizing it. And he said, as though we all walk around French kissing all of our family. <laughs> I guess that's a good way of looking at it. I'll, I'll give Steve that. I, I didn't think of it that way. But again, this could come from the bubble I live in. I, I don't know. Like, I've grown up my whole life where everybody's had a dog. Their owners kissed them in the face. And they, we're all kissing each other in the face. The dogs and the humans. But your tongues are touching. You know, that's when you stick. You just do that. You know, you do it for fun. It's playful. I, I've, eat, I've eaten ice cream and had the dog eat off the same spoon and put it back in my mouth. So I find that to be a little bit more understandable. I feel like I've let Rosie like lick ice cream off of a spoon and then maybe I ate the rest of the ice cream. But I could not imagine touching my tongue to an animal's tongue. Well, let's be clear here. I can barely take that with humans tongue to tongue. I also want to make something extremely clear here. I'm not going to leave doing the show in the PGP today and go home and have a menage a trois with Eli, all right? <laughs> no. It's not like I'm going home every day and saying, Eli, where's your mouth? It's time to get, you know, French. All I'm saying is on occasion, if he's sticking on his tongue and we're in a playful mood, I'll stick out my tongue and we can tickle each other's tongues. You were getting hammered on this. So I was going to wrap that into the moose email, but the moose email ended up being so diabolical and so explosive. I just focused on that. And that led us down that road. But if you noticed... The headline of the segment that I put in the topic list was Football Food of the Week, W-E-A-K, as a potential hat tip that this is going to be about one of your football foods of the week. Right, which is why I thought you were going in another direction, because if we continue to peel back the curtain on the DA show, I don't know if you're fully aware, but on Friday, last week, I put in the everything but the bagel, pigs in a blanket, which I make, and I think they're delicious, but I know they are very simple. So I I actually said online to the Twitch audience ahead of the segment, and Kaplan wrote in the, I don't love morass for the week. I said, guys, this is a good food, but full disclosure, I'm taking an on-air dive here to see if Bogish gets really angry and agitated. Bogish? Why would Bogish? Because Bogish hates to dip. He hates it more than you. And I thought you might actually like the food, but I thought Bogish was, oh, so you're giving us pigs in a blanket? Oh, on Friday. Last Friday. Got it. So I gave a very simple food that I like, but I also wrote it knowing it's so simple that I think Bogus is going to explode here. I told the Twitch audience, I'm running a play. And then instead, everybody loved it. <laughs> everybody loved the simple food. And I said, okay, well, I'm disarmed. I still like the food. I put it out there. But nobody reacted. So on Tuesday, when you wrote Football Food of the Week, I said, okay, here now comes. here it comes. People have realized who weren't in on me telling them ahead of time, this is a very simple food. How you let Mraz get away with that? I thought that's what was coming. I never saw the Moose email about a food from four weeks ago coming yeah. a mile away. I know. I was going to do that right after Moose wrote it a couple of weeks ago, but I hid it in my back pocket for the day that we needed it. And then finally, the, the anti-Christmas decorations rant from me that came out of nowhere. I had no plans on doing that today. And then suddenly, the top of the nine, it just, it, it just was like verbal vomit. I had to get all of this out. <laughs> I just had to keep talking and talking about Christmas and nostalgia and consumerism and lights and the Pavlov's dog comparison. And it went from I was just going to do 30 seconds on it to it ended up being probably six or seven minutes. Yeah, it's in the best of the DA show from Tuesday. If you missed it, there's about six minutes. And Pete the Body chiming in the Christmas music Which under it. Which was great. As soon as it becomes me lamenting and griping about people being overly Christmassy, well, he... Pops up the happiest Christmas music ever. <laughs> Perfect juxtaposition. And then as it goes on, you get so whipped into a frenzy, you take off your shirt. I felt the holiday vibes. I've been feeling them since November 1st, and I just I want to be frisky and happy in the holidays. And so it just goes to show you that you, when you get excited, you like to take off your clothes. That seems to be your default. Yeah, so why is it a shocker that I French kissed my dog then? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, we were in the studio. I could see you getting happy, jolly, maybe even dancing around to the music. But I don't know how the next level of yeah. being exuberant is just, I want to take off my shirt. It's a great question. I'll donate my brain to science. I don't know. It was my natural instinct. I don't know. I was happy. I was I'm, I'm having it. I don't know. I pictured myself a little Christmas hat on, shirtless, coming down. Why shirtless? Why is that to be shirtless? I don't know. I like being free. The movies flying, stocking the stuffings. Stocking the stockings. What what I get wrong? St oh, stuffing the stockings. 
stock. I had stuffing last <laughs> night. That was the problem. I stocked up on stuffing. I'm talking about stuffing the stocking. That was all one show. All of that. Whew. And it wasn't as crazy as Jim Ursay hiring Jeff Saturday, <laughs> no, which was the lead of the show. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> so, of all the bleeping bleep this Buffalo trip, of all the freaking crap, we got to dial back. I'm only going to do about five minutes on this because I don't want to break my brain. If we dial all the way back to the summer, we got to go back to May. I had the Lambeau trip lined up. As yep. soon as the football schedules came out for the NFL, college comes out much earlier. The NFL schedule came out in April. Connect the dots. Oh, my God. Badgers play on Saturday at home. Packers play the Patriots on Sunday at home at Lambeau. We're doing this. I want to do this. And I floated it by the bosses, and it was a long boil of, will it work? What's the price going to be? How would you guys travel? Who would you bring? Yada, yada, yada. What we do? This whole thing lined up, and eventually it came to a certain amount of the budget where they were like, we just we can't green light this budget, this total, so unfortunately it can't work unless you strip it all down. And I'm like, I, I want to do the trip the way that I had planned it. That was the best thing for the show, for you to come, for Bogus to come, yeah. for us to do shows on the road with listeners, et cetera, and it, it didn't get greenlit. So, fine. As we all know, if you listen to the show long enough, I'm not good at taking a no. So I just say, well, we'll restructure, we'll repurpose. How do we make, how do we take a no into a yes? And I was like, next idea. The Bills are really good. Bills Mafia is a great show. Let's take the show to Buffalo. We have a Rochester affiliate an hour down the road. We've been on in Buffalo for many years, assorted stations. Let's do it. We've got a good audience in Buffalo. We can drive. We don't have to fly. Much cheaper. We can go bing, bang. Okay. This gets green-lighted. Run it by Bogish. Run it by you. Bogish, unfortunately, conflict is calling a Delaware football game this Saturday. He can't come. You thought you could come, and then eventually had family commitments. You've got to watch the girls. Danielle's going to be out of town. So, or... Her co-worker's going to be out of yeah. town. so She couldn't take off on the Monday after. Full, full disclosure, that was the problem. And I also didn't know in the original plans that we were driving up. I thought, no problem. I'll be able to grab a flight. No problem. So that kind of, the timing of getting home just derailed it. I planned to drive. Mraz thought we were going to fly. It's probably one and the same from New York City. The drive, probably, if you don't hit traffic, coming out of the city or something, is about six hours. To me, the all told, it was like driving to the airport, waiting at the airport, the flight, and then sure. renting the car, et cetera, is going to be six of one, half dozen the other. So I said, well, I'll just drive. Anyway, so nobody can do it, so it just ends up being me. But that's okay. I still have friends in Buffalo. I still want to have the experience. I still want to do the show up there. But we had everything lit up or set up. We've got the WGR Studios to do from one of our Odyssey stations up there on Friday show, Sunday morning football. Go to the game Sunday, Monday morning show, but now it's just going to be me. And now the ultimate kick in the onions is that on Sunday of all things, Josh Allen hurts his elbow and now is questionable for Sunday's game. And if I've put all of this together and I'm doing three freaking radio shows from a game featuring Case Keenum, it's going to be very very aggravating. Yeah, and again, you this could have been a Super Bowl preview, right? The Vikings yes. are one loss, everything lined up. It's so funny because watching it's not really funny, but watching the Bills Jets, I on that sack, Josh Allen two plays after his wincing holding his arm. And I, I was watching the games by myself and I said, geez, Allen looks like he could have broke his wrist there. And then I heard nothing Sunday night. And I thought nothing of it. And then this news broke and I said, Oh dear. If he has a UCL injury and can't play the one week that DA show is supposed to be represented in Buffalo. Is Bill's Mafia going to be that fired up jumping through tables for Case Keenum? Oh, my God. Now, again, I'm going to give you a positive spin here. If it's any other team they're playing, this sucks. It's the Vikings facing Case Keenum throwing to Stefan Diggs. That is the ultimate, hey, we were no good. You got rid of us. We took you to an NFC championship game. He was the Minneapolis miracle. Yeah, that Keenum was Keenum to Stefan Diggs. Yes, and now they'd be playing this Viking team that's the best team since then. They would be now Bill's teammates against the Vikings. Right, versus a really good Vikings team. You can sell that. That's some juice. Maybe not to the Bills fans, but to the <laughs> national audience, it's an interesting storyline. Just can't believe. 
I just can't believe I've just been, I've, I've stepped in so many potholes and route to this show being on the road this football season. And, you know, every year I do a college football road trip every single year. I've done this for 15 years. I've seen all these wonderful college football games. My buddy Penns, who I've, I went to college with 20 some odd years ago and he and I were the originators of this trip. He just has no interest in doing it anymore. Really? No interest. So I don't know what happened. I feel like he just hit a bunch of places, got older, life changed. I think that's part of it. I think the pandemic shut us down for a year for the most part. And then you start realizing like it's a, I think you just got like maybe tired of the idea of traveling, of flying, mm. of finding the, you know, the hotels and small places. So he just lost the love. And I'm like, come on, Pens. This is my favorite thing to do. I love a college football road trip. So And a pre-established thing once you, you know, you got married. Hey, this is something I do. This is both. Right. And you don't have many of those in life where right. you've done something for so long before you get married and have a family to where it just gets grandfathered in. This was grandfathered in. So the last one we really did was Clemson in 2019. Now, I've kind of we went to Boise last year, and that was that was considered the college football right. road trip, but Pens didn't come, and I did it for work. Right. And we had been to Boise already, so it wasn't like I check it off the bucket list as much as I loved it. So this year, I'm like, how about the Lambeau-Wisconsin double dip? Nah, I'm not interested. I'm like, well, but, but about what? Do you have another suggestion? Nah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh. So then that got curtailed. Then the Lambeau trip got curtailed. Now the Buffalo trip... Has been stripped <laughs> to just me and Case Keenum of all the things. It's like the football gods are saying, DA, just sit on your couch and watch Red Zone and stop trying to do too much. Maybe this is the lesson that I try to do too much. I stuff 10 pounds of meat into a five pound oh. burrito constantly, and it should just be DA, just sit on your couch, watch Red Zone, crack open a six pack, and just enjoy it. I, no, I respect because tradition matters. And believe me, I'm dying to get it. I haven't done a Giants road trip since before the pandemic. It kind of slowed me, too. There's something about that. It's fun. It's part of the fest. So I don't blame you. And I, by the way, I was pumped up. I, I had pushed off my daughter's first birthday party to make sure the Lambo trip was going to happen. And then yeah. rearranging all that felt through. That's how ready to roll I was. I was going to bring this up to you after the podcast. But I'm going to say it now because the timing's right and I can see you're wound up. I must say that I received some other news Tuesday during our show. I've lost our in-studio guest for Buffalo on Friday as well. <laughs> that guest, which I won't reveal, is heading to of Miami. Course, course. Got assigned that has to go to the Dolphin game in Miami. So I, I at worst, I was like, you know what? We have an in-studio line. Dude up. lives in Buffalo. Lives in Buffalo. This is perfect. We don't have to pay for any travel, and it will sound big on-site. We'll have an on-site guest. Uh, at 8 a.m., I got a text. I really hate that this happened, but I've just received word I have to travel to Miami now for the Dolphins game. I'm out. You know, there are just some times in life where you get signs from above, like, why are you trying to do this? Just stop. It's, and I don't know if this happened after the Josh Allen news, so that game was less interesting to even be up there still. I don't know. <laughs> Who do the Dolphins play this weekend? The Browns. It's not even in it, but I guess the Dolphins themselves have now become yeah. very interesting again. It's a whole thing. <laughs> now, now look, I got tickets to the game, so that came through. Great. Got a place to stay. That's great. I'm going to see some friends. That's great. And it's not snowing. That's huge. Right. So and be, wings. And wings are amazing. But you can get wings in Buffalo at any time of the year. Like, I can go up June 30th and get wings. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But. Go catch a Bison's game. There is enough lined up to where it's like, okay, this could be cool. And. Sabres home Saturday night. Right. I have considered that. <laughs> the last place Sabres. I have considered seeing that to juice the weekend. But I've got good people up there. And no matter what. Hopefully I meet some Bills fans of the parking lot that know the show, listen to the show. I can be familiar with them. I mean, the experience of going to a Bills game is just amazing. Now that they're good, I went back in 2000 when they were bad. So that's going to be great. So Holy crap. You said on the air that you hadn't been to a Bills game in, in 22 years. In my mind, I'm like, oh, he went with the Jim Kelly Bills. 2000 is 22. Think about that. I know. 
I don't even remember who the quarterback was, but it was post Jim Kelly. I was in college, so but that's just crazy to me. Like when you said that on air, I didn't even consider the year two thousand. Yeah, might have been like a Trent Edwards. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's pre Bledsoe when they got Bledsoe from the Patriots. Oh, but it's post. I don't even think it was a Doug Flutie. Oh my goodness! It's been that long. You were a year away from Tom Brady playing. He's still playing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How gross is that? Anyway, it'll be good. I've gotten some wrecks already from listeners. They say I got to get beef on weck, I believe, from Kelly's Beef, I think. <laughs> Boy, I got, say that I, with more enthusiasm. I got, I got to get, I'm doing a wing tour on Saturday, watching college football, just stuffing my face with tons of wings. Okay. Different places. like a, So that should be good. Bill's Mafia will be great on Sunday no matter what. But it just feels like what? why does so many doors keep closing on this trip? And now the Josh Allen injury. This is so reminiscent of when I went to the Carrier Dome for Zion. <laughs> and he blew out his sneaker well, yeah, that... the day before, the week before, and he didn't play in that one game. It wasn't meant to be. Well, I don't know. Well, look. <laughs> Gonna have to repurpose this thing and recharge for next year. Also, I mean, no no doubt Pete's going to be cranky about me being on the road for those two shows, Friday uh, and Sunday. I think he'll be better than I'm here. Okay. I, I do think that. Because you you did the show in Kentucky and Actually, he wasn't even here that day. Oh! Oh! That's what I wanted to bring up on the PGP. You walked me right into it. That day, that stupid day where I gave the recipe and I forgot to mention grilling, that was the day that Pilates screwed me in Boyle and told us there was a connection for you in Kentucky and we got you on the air on an audience that know that until the PGP with like 10 seconds to spare. And I spent the first hour of that show cursing because I couldn't believe how bad a screw job Pete left us with. And then that day, within that hour, my backyard caved in and I got the text from my wife that there was a sinkhole. And that was the day that I'm giving you the football food of the week and I'm not following all the details. So all of you guys could go scratch. I was not in the right mindset. I was on three hours sleep on Thursday night football. Pete screwed me. My backyard sunk in. So sorry I didn't mention grilling. Click the link. That's what I wanted to mention. (laughs) That was that day. I love the passion, but your timeline's a little off. Because you didn't find out about the sinkhole until the fourth hour of the show. You're right. And but there the- was just bad, or, or <laughs> bad mojo the bad whole mojo. time. Kaplan has video still of me mimicking Pete, I didn't even realize, and just cursing. There was an, I spent an hour and a half. I was, that was the most mad I'd been behind the scenes ever because we were completely screwed. And then I was told by Pete when I called him, I should know better. That happened behind the scenes. Did we ever get into that? No, I don't think we did. And I'm now more annoyed thinking about it. <laughs> well... I'm I'm broadcasting from Kentucky, and and uh, that was the alumni weekend. My wife uh, wanted to go down for, so we went down. We, we saw the football game down there. And that Friday, I was set up to do the show from our studios down in Kentucky. And there, during the week, there goes through a series of um, audio tests to make sure the line is connected, and we we're we're all set to go. And there's an engineer on both sides. And so we get the heads up. Everything's good to go. You're set to be connected. You know, boom. So I get to the studios in Lexington, maybe like 5.30 local time, thinking that none of you guys are around. It's going to be a dark studio. Like, there's no not going to be anything for me to do. So I'm just going to sit in a, you know, sit there and wait. Well, nobody comes to answer the door. And when they were, we were told they were going to, I texted our contacts. They didn't come. Finally, I get in at a quarter to, okay, still no problem. Go into the studio. And I'm like, how do we connect? Are we connected? And there's really nobody for me to ask. So now I'm texting you. Are we connected? Are we good to go? And you and Boyle, cause there's no Pete are like what we were supposed to be connected earlier this week. This is not, why is this right. happening now? And then finally you have to call Billy Jockalone out of the newsroom. Unbelievable. And and a miracle of all miracles, he figures it out the last second how to connect. And just real briefly, I, I'll try to put this in layman's terms. When we all did shows from home or still do them on occasion or go on the road, there is a simple two-letter word, AX, A-X, and then a number attached to it that we put up on our little board that Pete puts up, and boom, once you connect, you're connected. We received an email with a boss that's above Pete, and Pete was CC'd on it, Connect to this act. It was like Act Six. Let's call it Act Sixty Five. You plug that up in the morning when DA dials in, and it'll be up on the board. That's what we were told. It's under you know Acts whatever in Kentucky. So we've done this a million times. So when me and Boyle went to do it, there was silence. There was nothing. What wasn't mentioned in the email, and what I was told by Pete 
I should know after working here for that long is that when you do the shows from another market, it's that, and then there's like a subtext to it that they didn't include in the email. We were just supposed to assume that we knew that because we worked here so long. So Boyle's not been running a board that long. He's climbed the ladder quick. He didn't know that. I don't run the board and control, so I could do the basics of putting it up. And that's only really done a lot of the weekend shows, which is why I knew Billy Jock alone figured it out. But when Pete told me that, that I should know better by now, oh, ho, 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 ho. oh, ho, 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 ho. that was seething. He screwed us. He, he, he took a dive. He knew that he screwed up and that he, you know, on that email, he just wrote back, yeah, we're fine, and didn't double check. Because the day before, I also said to him out loud, hey, me and Boyle, we just have to hit connect to this axe and we're good. Yep, just put it up on the board like always. It's good. And he told me that. But then he tried to backtrack that that's not what he said. And I went nuts. You were down in Kentucky for an hour and a half. I couldn't stop cursing a Boyle. It was as angry as I have been wow. off the air. And I didn't really – Kaplan has video of me. And I I, I I guess get into like this imitation of, you know, Pete, I'm, you know, I'm mouthing. I'm calling him a lazy ass. I mean, I really <laughs> – and I told Pete when he came back, oh, Pete, you screwed me. When, I, when he came back, that, it was the Monday when Costos was in. We had it out a little bit. We were fine. I was like, this is what you said, and you screwed me. And I was so annoyed that day. So annoyed. And an hour and 20 minutes later, I'm giving you a freaking bratwurst, and sorry <laughs> that I didn't tell you to grill it. La-dee-da. Wow, I didn't know all of that was happening behind the scenes. I oh. knew it was closed. We had hit the open. So the open is playing, and I think you or Pat Boyle said down the line, what do we do if you're not connected by the end of the open? And I said go to commercial break right out of the open, and hopefully that gives another five minutes. Right. Then we got to blow through what would have been a commercial break at 15 and do basically right. 6.05 to 6.30 straight. Because that was the other part. I could have started the show and waited for you to connect, but I, Boyle didn't know what was going on, yeah. clearly. I had to be the one figuring that out. Right. We were totally screwed that day. But, yes, uh, the listeners, some have already seen it. you got to go find the video cap as I'm red, curse words flying out of my mouth. That was as annoyed as I've been. And I didn't remember until today when I saw the video cap put up. That was the same day that I screwed up the grilling with the broths. There are just some of those days. That was a bad day. Bad day. And then the backyard cave in two hours later. It makes you wonder if Pete took off that day because I was in Kentucky. I'm not touching that. You know what? I'm not touching that with a 15-foot pole. <laughs> Distinctly possible. I guess we'll find out Friday if he's in when you're in Buffalo, huh? <laughs> okay. Here comes Bogues on side B. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Howdy, P. 
poopy poo. This is Mraz here on side B of the PGP, immediately following Wednesday's show. Wednesday's show. So you just listened to side A of the PGP, which was taped immediately following Tuesday's show. If you're wondering why there might be different content here on side B. Andrew Bogus was in for Writer Than You hosting that show on Tuesday. So we delayed our taping of side B until today. And now we get the bogeyman back and better than ever. Bogey, hello. Hey, Sean. How are you? Well, so I think I guess I just have to get out ahead of this. Yeah, listen. This is The floor is yours. I'm going to sit back. You explain why you as a grown man had another accident. Bogus just once asked why I ask why I'm the poop man. And unfortunately, yeah. this is a niche I've carved out that I don't want. But anyway... Uh, We will insert the audio here of us laughing hysterically and me having an accident in my pants. Natural death. Don't do it. I know you had Scrapple yesterday. No. No. I know Geno's went right through you. No, don't do it. (laughs) Can't say that. (laughs) Oh, you broke Pete and the call's back. I just wet my pants. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's still going. I can see he's left the room now. He's on his way to the bathroom. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So if you're listening on the if you're listening on the radio. <laughs> I, What'd you say, DA? I said something that you can't say that Mraz said the Philly fanatic was doing to Mike Schmidt's chest. And as soon as I said that, Pete jumped up, slammed the dump on his head. Can't say that. And Mraz melted down laughing and then got off the ground after laughing, held his butt cheeks and said, I just went in my pants <laughs> and waddled out of the studio. Okay. I don't know what to say. I wasn't having some kind of flimsy stomach day on two, on Wednesday. I've been feeling fine. Uh, I haven't been the gas man. Some might call the ass man. I haven't done any of that mm-hmm. on Wednesday. All that happened was we went into a funny rant about the Seahawks mascot taking a shot at Russell Wilson. It led to us asking if the Fanatic would take a number two on Mike Schmidt's chest. Well, no, no, not us. I want to point out this this was your fault from the beginning. What? We were humming along regular jokes, and you took it to the 19th level by saying was a good line. the fanatic took a dump on Mike Schmidt's well, chest. Not, if he did that. This if, 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 allegedly. And it just led to some funny banter back and forth. And what really got me to uncontrollably laugh was when DA took it to another level and actually dumped something, ironically, <laughs> yeah. on the other. You know, basically, DA, instead of saying a number two, took like a dump on his chest. Like, you cannot say that. Now, right. we did say on the podcast, you can't say it on live radio. And that led to Pete out loud next to me going... You can't say that. And then his arm <laughs> pulling back like, oh, I'm going to laugh hard again. A lever and firing the dump button on our board, which the dump button is the perfect irony here. Yeah. That moment, because I was already loosey-goosey from laughing because it was a funny segment back and forth. When he did that, I basically, my knees got weak. I fell to the floor because it was so peak Pete at the perfect moment. And I don't know what happened. I went to stand up and it was, as you know when they say when you pass away? You basically your muscles relax and yeah. that's the end of it. I had lost total control of my body and it wasn't even a fart. It was just whoops. Here we go. Like like Chris Berman in primetime. Whoop. Yeah. So I want you to go back to the sentence you just said. You know how they say when you die? That's like that's the <laughs> like like let those words sit in. It takes you not being alive anymore for your bowels to release. Like, this shouldn't happen. There's not a scenario, like, where this is okay, no matter what you ate the night before. Like, you, sh- I've, we've all laughed hard in our life on this show, and nothing has ever come out yeah. of my body that shouldn't have in those moments. And look, I think there are far more adults that have had accidents. Here we go again. Um, not alone. Trusting a fart has been a thing. I mean, there's other words we call people have sure. done what I've done. 
Very rarely can it happen on air on a national audience at work. Now, the other time it happened at work for me, I was working from home on the PGP, and that day I was having a bad stomach day. Right. This was pure. How could it? How could it happen? Sure, people, you can be sick enough where this is a possibility. Yeah. But in the regular course of a day, in regular health scenarios, I'm not. I don't under. I don't think that this should happen. Like, you should be able, no matter how funny a DA well, joke is, is to keep everything inside of you. And how? Well, the thing is, Bogus, we've had it's 10 years now the DA show, and we've had a lot of really funny moments. Yeah. And I've laughed uncontrollably at so many. I've never once had this happen. This was just pure bad luck. Bad bounce of the puck, as they say in the NHL. Yeah, but again, it's still like the end game is it came out. Like, I could go, I could see you going, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I don't want to get too descriptive, but let's not also paint the picture that it was Groundhog's Day and basically the full animal came out of the hole. Didn't see a channel? No, I mean, it it was a little slip and slide situation. So what, it came out and went back in? I don't think it was a full come out. I think it was just happened to be a little extra sauce, let's say. So are we talking just a wet issue, or is yeah, there a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a dirtiness? A thick wetness. Okay. Okay. Thick wetness fired out like a musket in the Revolutionary War. Oh, sure. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. So that's what happened. So I just want that clear. I want that on the record because I have to also be honest. This is as mortified as I've ever been on the year. I, we could tell. I, I, My heart actually sank. And look, I run with the punches. I have no problem being a joke. But it was mortifying because... It happened in real time. I wasn't prepared to joke around about it, nor did I see it coming. Right. You know, a lot of times when I do something silly on the air, like I'm aware of the silliness. Mm-hmm. There was no aware, no awareness here. And I have to, when I, I did my quick cleanup and I was like, all right, I have to show face before the end of the show. Clearly, I kind of hoped that you guys were back in update and moving on. Oh, no. I don't think an update ever happened. Didn't. Uh and to be honest, at this moment of taping, I didn't even hear your guys' immediate reaction to it either. I mean, you're lucky that it happened at the end of the show. Imagine that was even in just an hour earlier, and you had a whole other hour to sit through yeah. and have time for everyone. I mean, it was already being filmed by other stations here in the building. Uh, which was too Which much. means tomorrow this is going to come back up again because everyone's going to discuss it. Probably. Yeah. Um, and for those house cleaning, I have thrown out the underwear. It's in the oh, good. bathroom. Oh, okay. Uh, I did take off my jeans. My jeans weren't fully ruined, but I could, they got wet, you know, from cleanup. Right. The cleanup got wet. So I'm now in gym shorts. Commando? You're going commando? No, uh, I always pack an extra pair of drawers. Okay, good. Uh, that's just something I live by. That's something I do on vacations and stuff that like that. That was one of our questions on the air. Do you have emergency underpants? I always do in case this happens and it finally happened. This right, is see, time number, I think, seven as an adult that's happened to me, and I'm yeah, 35. Again, man. Not I, a bad pace. No, it it is because I think most of us are on zero. <laughs> like that's the like I don't. Wow. I know you think a lot of the things that we call you on are All like right. so, everyone does it and whatever. I'm not alone, but, but not, like so. Let me just say this for everybody that's that has been where I have before. Could I have an IBS situation? Who knows? Who like knows? the next time you go to the doctor, who has once has already christened you the healthiest fat guy around, just tell him that you've had seven accidents and see what he says. Just. Well, I mean, again, some of them mucinex related, some of them a night after New Year's Eve drinking. This is the most shocking, I think, to me, to be honest, because I can't correlate this. I haven't even been eating bad. I had a smoothie with protein in the morning. I, I'm just going to stress this to anybody out there who might have suffered from a situation that I've suffered from. Just know that Mraz is here with you, and there's nothing to be ashamed of. And if I could get past what just happened live on the air, you could get past pooping in your cubicle, too. So I'll I'll add, there could be something to be ashamed of. Coming in? Uh, yeah. Like, there could be something to be ashamed of here. Like, I'm not going to sign off on this happens for no reason. You're you're sick? Okay. You had food poisoning? Okay. I, just having an accident because you were laughing too hard and raising the total to seven, that doesn't seem normal to me. Well, it is what it is, Bogus. It I happened. Know. It happened. It happened. Poor uh, Pete. You know who the big winner here is? DA not having to share a six-hour car ride up to Buffalo with me now. Oh my goodness, that's right. That could we you could have been about to leave. For oh, Bob. Well, oh no, today's Wednesday only. But right. still, I mean, that's a long car ride. With and me who saying, knows? Yeah. Hey, you see this Bob's big boy? We got to pull over, right. here, pal. So and we know you're just gonna go. So that yeah, could, bad day for DA's car. Possibly avoided. Bills make me want to shout. 
I gotta go take a shower. I think I should get the rest of the week off. Pete and I, like, hazard pay or something. Like, we shouldn't have to be around for this. Like, a mental break. Mental break? Yeah. Excuse or me? Or you gotta stay home and get things, go go see a he doctor or something? He's putting this on Instagram. I'm screwed, pal. My, like, reputation could be tarnished off it today. That's what I gotta deal with. Well, I mean, this is your reputation, though. It already exists. This is just a new example of it. All right. Where, where can you follow you on Twitter? Oh, at, at Dry Pants Bogish. And you can follow me. I don't think that's his real handle. It's at not. Raz CBS. Have a great weekend, everyone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.